0: Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614 104 107. And we now have a conversation with Jim White about Man United Liverpool. He's a BBC and Daily Telegraph sports journalist. We had to speak to him before the show because he's going to a documentary that I began asking him about. It's about Sam Matt Busby.
1: Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, it's, um, it's a new documentary covering his life and his career at Manchester United. Um, I believe it's going to be on Netflix, um, so people should be able to uh, um, get hold of it themselves um, when, it's, uh, when it's out. It's having um, a few um, uh, ventures into the screen. It'll be on screen in, in, in England, but I believe it'll be on Netflix from the middle of November.
0: Okay, great. And for those not familiar with the history of United and Sir Matt Busby, uh, what does he mean to men United? What's his legacy at the club? Because here in South Africa, we always hear about the Busby babes.
1: He was the man who saved Manchester United. Uh, we, he came to uh, the manager's job immediately after the Second World War when Old Trafford had been badly bombed by uh, uh, German uh, bombing during, during the war and um, was basically destroyed. The club was on its knees. He took over and restored it, winning the championship um, very, very quickly. And then during the 1950s, he developed um, a group of young players who became known as the Busby Babes, um, young, uh, dynamic, uh, fantastic footballers. And um, uh, they were the first English team to enter the European Cup uh, which was the forerunner of the Champions League. And when they were um, uh, about to play the uh, quarter final of the uh, European Cup, um, they were all killed in a, an air crash in 1958. Uh, Busby survived, although he was very badly injured, and he continued to manage uh, Manchester United once he'd recovered and eventually led them to the European Cup 10 years after the crash in 1968. So he is a legend in Manchester United terms. And um, he eventually retired in 1969. And the club really struggled to find someone to match his ability. Uh, to keep it going, uh, until Sir Alex Ferguson arrived, a fellow Scotsman, and in many ways Ferguson did exactly what Busby had done, 25 years at the club, won the European Cup or the Champions League as it became. Uh, And again, history is repeating itself, because United are struggling to find somebody to replace Ferguson.
0: And on that note, I was about to say it's fitting that the documentary screened ahead of this big game against Liverpool this uh, weekend. What would Sir Mid Busby have made of of Manchester United's fortunes at the moment?
1: Well, I think that Busby saw much the same because obviously he was still around. He was the club president um, right up until his death um, in, uh, uh, just before the treble season. So. Yeah he he he'd seen it um, uh, going on i think he would find it very familiar you know when you've had somebody like sir alex ferguson it's very very hard to replicate what they did and i think what's happened in the time that since ferguson has retired is that clubs like liverpool and manchester city have developed and modernised in their structures and and in their systems. And United because they relied for so long on Ferguson and the power of his personality didn't uh, do that. And now they're coming to pay that price. They haven't got the same sort of modern systems in terms of player recruitment and manager recruitment that clubs like City, Liverpool, Chelsea and uh, Tottenham have.
0: Well, I wouldn't think they were expected to win the league this season, but would you have thought that after eight games, there would only be two points above the relegation zone?
1: There's a very good chance that they will be in the relegation zone oh. after uh, this weekend, if Liverpool uh, win. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, I thought that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the latest man to try and step into Ferguson's shoes, um, had done some good things over the summer. He had got rid of players who weren't good enough and I thought his signings were very good. The trouble is, the squad is so hollow and lacking in depth and dimension uh, that um, they're really struggling at the moment to, to do anything. And they, they're playing very, very badly. I mean, uh, they're not playing like Manchester United should. Mm.
0: Are, are you saying maybe in, not enough was done in the transfer market? Uh, I know they brought in Harry Maguire, Aaron Wan-Bissaka and Daniel James. Uh, that's exactly
1: what I'm saying, yes. I, I think they're still... I mean, they they themselves have identified themselves as being six players short of being in contention. And what um, uh, Solskjaer has done is, is is relied on youth. Now, that absolutely plays back to what we were talking about, Matt Busby's mm. legacy, that youth is really important. Developing your own players is really important at Manchester United. But the problem that he's got is that these young players are now being relied upon instead of being blooded into the team over a, uh, over a period of time and and that's causing a, a, a real problem
0: what's the general feeling mr white amongst the united fans over Solskjaer? is the belief that he can turn things around is he still the right man for the job
1: Where, what there is is um a huge uh, residual love for oligona Solskjaer. you know he was the man who scored the winner in the Champions League final in 1999. He was the man who ultimately delivered the treble. He was a great servant for the club. He was loved by the fans, and they want to see him turn it round. But they realise that there are structural, institutional problems at United, and it is going to take time. The problem he's got is that transition is all very well, but you cannot fall as far behind as it looks as though they're going to. So I think he is under enormous pressure. But the one place where the pressure isn't coming from is from the match-going fans. I think if you look on Twitter, there'll be plenty of fans calling for his head. But actually, when you go to the matches, the United fans are still very much in support of him. Mm.
0: So then, how big is the game against Liverpool uh, for him? Are there end expectations?
1: I don't think there are any expectations. Liverpool have won every single game they've played this season in the league. Um, they are um, a side that are the, cha- the European champions. They are playing with a fluidity and uh, a depth. Every single part of the engine is very, very well oiled. You look at United on paper and you just think, this isn't good enough. These players. That they have at the moment aren't good enough. Yes, okay, um Harry Maguire, Aaron Ba Wan might become over time good enough, but the rest of them are lagging well behind. There's not a single player, with the possible exception of David De Gea, who would get into the Liverpool team, and David De Gea is injured on Sunday, so they haven't even got that one player.
0: <laughs> Paul Pogba is also out for Sunday. Was there any hope with if Pogba and De Gea were fit?
1: I don't think so. No, I mean, uh, Pogba's uh, reputation is enhanced by the fact that he's not part of this. I think the only the the, the glimmers of, of 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 light that are coming from this, um, Scott McTominay is playing well in central midfield and looks as though he might become a player of the future. Um, but oof, no, there's, there's 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 even if Pogba and De Gea have been fit there would be no chance of United winning on, on Sunday.
0: On that note, is this match still England's biggest rivalry? Uh, because I remember when Arsenal played Man United, the commentators were saying it's a lost rivalry now.
1: I think because United are slipping down, it has less significance in terms of position in the table um you know obviously Mm -hmm. city against liverpool is is the big clash now um but it's still there in uh uh, the culturally it's still there in 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 the fans minds um for liverpool the fans will love going to old trafford with a thought of humiliating united nothing they would like more than that um uh, and and I think for United fans, the thought of actually getting something against this this team that, however however much they may hate the concept of Liverpool, they all admire this team and they all admire Jurgen Klopp. Um, so to get points against them will be a real achievement. It's not going to happen, but that's what they're hoping.
0: And also we've been seeing stories here in South Africa of uh, uh, Allegri being linked with a move to Man United. There was a story that is already even learning to speak English, to prepare for the job. Is there any truth or any momentum to these rumours?
1: The noises that are coming out of Manchester United are that the board are still very much hoping. They understand that Solskjaer's got issues. They're hoping that he is the man that can turn them round. How much longer he can sustain that? I'm not sure. Yes, they might accept slipping out of the Champions League positions, but getting into the relegation positions simply cannot happen at Old Trafford. And I think Allegri is probably the kind of manager, you know, after his huge success with Juventus, uh, that they would be looking at um, for the future. I think Solskjaer uh, he can't afford to let this. Paralysis carry on much longer. Um, People will understand, I think, if they lose to Liverpool. But if they don't start playing well, if they don't start at least scoring the occasional goal, um, I think I cannot see him surviving after Christmas.
0: That's um, Jim White there, BBC and Daily Telegraph journalist, talking to us about Man United and Man United-Liverpool on Sunday.